from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. It's 11 o'clock here on the G and Ursula show. I'm telling you, Chef said, oh, it's 11 o'clock already. And I, it's something about the topics. The topics got us going today. <laughs> Good morning, Ursula. Good morning, G. Happy Wednesday to all of you. As always, we invite you to join us on our Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line, 888-973-5476, cairo So many of you are still weighing in on the whole Daylight saving time year round, or or switching back to standard time yeah. year round, right. because there is that proposal and it has bipartisan support mm-hmm. to just do away with daylight saving time and have those shorter summer nights, but just stay on one thing year round. And according to the G and Ursula Show community, that's not that popular. Yeah, eighty percent of y'all agree with G. And me now. And, oh, that's right. You flip flop. Yeah, I flip flop because I remember. I love my summer. Are yes, you, you do. I, and I you can't. always talk about the daylight. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Being yeah, yeah. late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Agree to disagree. Brought to you by Guardian Roofing and Gutters. One of these days, we just got to take off the gloves. Just really go at it. Seattle Times says this morning, love it or hate it, the surprising new trend in Seattle dining is counter service in which you order at the counter. You're given your tray. You pick it up at the counter. You bring it back to your table. And there's those handy little bus tubs for you over in the corner to bus your own dishes, pour your own water, etc. So, gee, love it or hate it? Uh, hate it. There's a sandwich shop that's right down the street that I would probably go to more if I didn't have to go and do that. You order your food up there, you get it, and you bring it to the table. What do you table. not like about it? I, I just don't. I, I, if I want to do all You're that, I'll just, go, I'll just go home. Yes. Let me sit there and order. <laughs> I want to have some a, a server and all that, and let me enjoy and sit down and eat it there. If that, let me just get a drive through have, where have you been lately? Have you not noticed that, that there's a shortage of people working in the service industry and so they need they need to try different things? And aren't you the one who always complains about tipping culture? So can you cut back on the tip a little bit if you're doing more of the work? See, it's funny you say that. <laughs> Very interesting. Even in these service in these situations, that tip that tip prompter is like twenty percent still. They want you to kind of tip a little hefty yes. in that situation. Yeah, now we're cheap if it's twenty percent, right? So, yes. um, being serious, I am just not a fan of that. I would I would rather either stay home, go through drive through, or I want to go sit down somewhere. See, I'm totally fine with it. And one of my favorite pizza places is does exactly that. Uh-huh. And they didn't always do that, but I can tell that you know you're having a harder time finding people who are willing to work in those industries. So they came up with this alternative, which you still get the food brought to you, but you just go up and order and pay. And I think it it makes sense. I, it, if I'm looking for a fancy meal and I want to just get all decked out, which is I think generally your first go to, yes. you say, yes. yeah, then I get it. It's mm-hmm. it's not the atmosphere that you want, but for me. I love eating out, sadly. I love eating out too much, even with my new kitchen. <laughs> I still love eating out, and so I'm okay with the counter service. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy counter service, but I also expect to get a reduction in prices. Because if I'm going to have a food truck experience in a building... I shouldn't pay as much because it doesn't take as many people to staff your restaurant. You don't have to hire wait staff. You just have one or two people at the counter. 
And I shouldn't be tipping more than like 10%. Like I'll tip 10% on takeaway, right? I'm going to tip the same exact thing at counter service restaurants because what did you do? You moved the food from behind you to in front of you right there on the counter. And I'm bussing my own table. I'm not tipping like normal. But unfortunately, a lot of those screens say 15%, 20%, or 25% as though we should be providing the same level of tip for 90% less service. You are given options. So if you don't like 15, it never starts at 15 Cust- anymore. It's, it's, yeah, do custom. 20, 25, 30, <laughs> yes. 40, 45, do custom, 50. Or I say, oh no, I'll do other and I'll say, I'll put in the tip jar yeah. on that person. So Brian in Arlington, Larry in the 206, they're with me and agreeing with me. And I think what happens is this. I don't, first of all, this is a great topic. Is one that I probably would have never talked about or complained about it, chef, but all I do is just, I just don't go to those places. If yeah. I go there one time and I see that that's the case, I'm like, oh, okay. I just, re- if I'm going to go out to eat, which these days, you're you're in competition. So if I go out to eat, you're in competition with, and I'm, I'm not even joking, my couch, my Netflix, my streaming services that we pay too much for, my comfort of that couch, the 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 very convenience of the home. So if I'm going to go out, I want to go out to sit down and relax. I don't want to bust anything. And you know what? The server, I'm going to tip you very well. That's just my thing. And if for all those out there, y'all want to go do and, and do the countertop service? Yeah. As Ursula would say, do you, boo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's a matter of necessity anymore. One more tiny little grudge. Yeah. yeah. Why is it that nobody can design a bus tub to hold dishes so they don't spill everywhere? What is that? Like, there, you try and put your coffee cup into there. It's it's like balanced on top of a leaning tower of dishes, spilling nasty coffee and milk and soy everywhere. Those things are terrible. They need a better system in all these Ooh, places. Elaine and Pialop says, I'm visually impaired and service makes it much more difficult for me. I'd rather sit at the table and be helped from beginning to end. Oh, that Good makes point. sense. Great point. That Great point, sense. Elaine. Oh, gee, Scott, your personal favorite bug- bugaboo, uh. college sports. The NCAA <laughs> is proposing an elite subdivision of teams in which schools would directly pay the student athletes. The idea is a minimum of about $30,000. Uh, the Washington Post did the math on this and uh, figured out that for schools like the University of Washington to join an, an elite subdivision, they'd have to pay about an additional $10 million yeah. a year in student salaries. Would you? be good with that. Uh, I would be good for it, but I want to uh, just say this. There was someone that texted in, and Ursula agreed with them, and you know what? I kind of agree with it, too. I feel like that I do a disservice to all of you by talking about college football. I think that there's some things that I probably shouldn't talk about, Why? and I don't... Because... A disservice? Yeah. I, I think we tap into your extra knowledge in that area, because some, you are very invested in it. It would be like... It would be like if I ran um, a pro wrestling circuit and I told you things about it behind the scenes, right? I don't want to. I don't want to ruin things for you. Oh, I think, someone did say, uh, "I wish I was just." They said, "Ignorance I, I, is bliss." Exactly. Just right? stayed ignorant about it because it does take away the joy. The the whole thing. 
I'm that person who will watch a parade go by and I'll get teary eyed because I see the kids proudly marching with the instruments and it makes me feel that's kind of how I felt about college football. It's like these kids are on the brink of, you know, of going pro in some cases. Mm -hmm. But in most cases, it's, you know, they're doing it because they are, you know, great at this sport and they're also getting an education in exchange for doing this. That feeling is gone. It started to go away. You killed it. <laughs> the idea of doing this, though, is silly. Guys, we were paying, what, $3 million to Kalen DeBoer a year as a salary. Already highest paid, highest paid uh, public employee in the state. The new coach, we're now paying about $7 million. And G, yeah, you're telling me that we should be paying about $10 million for an elite head coach, top-tier elite head coach. And now we're going to pay another $10 million to be in an elite subdivision where we pay the athletes. So already we're up $17 million for programs that do not make money. And who picks up the tab? You and me and the students who go to that university? No. It's our, it's our, this, this is what we love, y'all. So whether it's college football or pro football, how many of you right now listening play fantasy football? How many in your family play fantasy football? How many of your family has gone to the University of Washington or Washington State? How big of a deal is college football in your family? Wins and losses. How many family get-togethers have you gotten together with for college and pro football? The number one reason why people still watch ESPN, Ursula, the number one reason. Because all, everything else, like, they had, a, they had someone come in ESPN like 15, 20 years ago, and they tried to say, hey, we need to talk about other things. We need to talk yeah, about I uh, remember. volleyball they, yeah. and skiing and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And nobody the, nobody the viewership cares. viewership dropped. Viewership yeah. dropped. Yeah. V- viewers want one thing on ESPN. Football. That's it. So if anybody, if you're upset at the salaries that are being paid, you can't be really upset at the system. You got to be upset with why do we love it so much? We as people love it. And there's nothing wrong with loving it because I love it. But a lot of there's a lot of people like me and long live Mark and everybody else that loves this stuff. I know, but it feels like they could have corrected some wrongs without going to the extent that they have now where it just doesn't feel like college anymore. It feels like the wild, wild west and it feels like everyone's taking advantage of it and it just lost the innocence. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree with you, Ursula. I don't disagree. Ursula, for the first time ever, an active duty service member is also Miss America, (laughs) 22-year-old Madison Marsh of Colorado is a second lieutenant in the U.S. Air Force. She has an astrophysics degree already at the age of 22. She's going to Harvard for grad school in public policy. She's a Taekwondo black belt and much better at life than all of us. But Ursula, <laughs> you Michael, sound bitter. No, I'm not bitter. It's it's simply true. It's like uh, unquestionably true. Uh, my question, though, Ursula, is this still a relevant uh, competition? Because it is a competition. It's no longer a pageant. It is. According it's, to Gretchen Carlson. It's Miss America, and which is different from Miss USA. Miss Universe, uh, which is more of still the beauty pageant. Miss America is really a scholarship pageant is how they tried to sell it, right? Uh So they got rid of the swimsuit competition. Uh I will tell you that yesterday I spent probably 20 minutes on social media looking up Miss America, the new Miss America. She's incredible. She is, when I look at her, and I'm not talking about her looks, although she's a beautiful young woman, but 
the, the, the fact that she lost her mom to pancreatic cancer. Her mom was only in her 40s. She created a foundation on behalf of her mom. She is the first military person to win this uh, competition. And I, frankly, I, I, she is the type of person who gives me such great hope for our young people today. So I look at her as a great role model. But I was asking myself as I was watching these videos yesterday, like, is this because I am close to being a boomer <laughs> that I still appreciate Miss America? I mean, is it time to get rid of Miss America? And I looked at it and I was like, man, more power to her. What a great role model. Ride with me for a sec, Ursula. Uh-huh. Hypothetically, let's just say that maybe your son has a girlfriend. Hypothetically, right? They have a girlfriend. They both do. Allegedly. Allegedly. See, I wanted, so I wanted uh-huh. to stay in a hypothetical world. Okay. So hypothetically, one of your sons, both of your sons, they have a girlfriend. Uh-huh. And they come to you and it, after work and they say, Mom, listen, I need to talk to you. So... Yes, I have the girlfriend, but my coworker, who I really like now, is from Colorado, is a second lieutenant in the uh, Air Force. She has an astrophysics degree, and she's going to Harvard for grad school. She also has a taekwondo uh, black belt. (laughs) What are your thoughts? What should I do? Oh, you want me to say that dump the girlfriend and go I know, for, I don't want you to say America? anything. I just I don't know. No, you, no. You, I, I, you, that you, doesn't even cross my mind. I, cross I love mind? both of. I love both of. I said hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend, Ursula. <laughs> Pretend. <laughs> I want you that, can give you can give her ten Ursula's okay. I, I think Chef was wondering, or Chef's <laughs> Chef's contention is Miss America is antiquated and just we, we need to get it's stupid and we need to no, get rid we don't. of it. No, we don't. I love it. I and love. I am I totally love it. okay. With I'm it. okay with it too. Okay. I love everything it, about but it. it. But it, the idea that it is no longer a beauty pageant is is it utterly isn't. silly. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? You know what it is? Like, it is a resume competition for college admissions, right? Except for people who are over the age of 18. Uh, so you put together a really, really impressive resume. And this woman is, she's incredible. She's, she's absolutely incredible. incredible. But have you ever seen an unattractive woman in Miss America? Once. Have you ever seen one unattractive It is still a beauty pageant with a resume component. I mean, that's a pretty good resume. It's a great resume. It's a great resume. There's a lot of women yeah. in this country who have equally stunning resumes who also aren't I will, hot I will and would say, never appear in Miss America. I will say that the Miss America pageant, it, it has lost its favor with a lot of people. I don't even know where they even air those things anymore. Miss USA, Miss Universe, Miss America. They're on those channels that you yeah. have to search for. <laughs> so I don't think that... Is it on Peacock? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. But again... Right. No, if someone wants to go for that scholarship, and she was incredibly proud, and people were very proud of her, uh, and I think she's a great representative. So, uh, well, I, I, I basically talked myself out of thinking that it was a, a, a pathetic competition. Uh, competition. I was like, more power to her. I want to, I want to take this time to thank my wife for still staying with me. <laughs> Early on, when I didn't have the resume that she could have gone after. Listen to you. I know. People are so They're shallow. Striking, that- striking. You know, look at this Navy SEAL guy. You know what I mean? Like, who is this guy? Oh, just some slapstick on radio from uh, 7 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> that loves doing scenarios. <laughs>
he took he took you took her to a coffee shop and she still loved you. See, not, every, not everyone is shallow. Shout out to Anthem Coffee downtown Piala. <laughs> All right, that's good stuff. Um, raise your hand if you've ever been to etiquette class. All right. Now raise your hand if you think it is important that people should go to etiquette class. Ursula has her hand up, and of course, Chef is against it. Well, we're going to be talking about etiquette classes and how more and more companies are heading towards this for their employees. We'll do that next. Gene Ursula. I the G and Ursula show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this Wednesday morning. And one of the things that a lot of folks are noticing now that we're pretty much back in the office place is that people are just downright rude. They lack manners. A lot of people are struggling with their social skills. Maybe they got a little rusty during the pandemic. And it's not just Gen Z that's struggling. There is a new resume builder survey of over 1,500 companies, and it finds that more than 60% of U.S. companies will enlist the help of etiquette training companies to teach their workers things like how to dress appropriately for the office or interact with their clients appropriately and ooh, respect shared spaces in 2024. And among the things that were on the top of the list of lessons being requested by bosses, making polite conversation. Yeah. And then the other one, I get this one though. The what is dressing professionally? I think people have lost all sight of what is appropriate dress anymore. Right, right. (laughs) And yes, I understand that that sounds like I was born in the 60s. But um, what is appropriate... Yes, I was. (laughs) 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 Which is why I brought it up. But um, do you think people are ruder these days? Yes, absolutely. And I don't think... It's not something subconsciously that they know and understand. It's It's just where we are today. I mean, like... I know I'm going to sound like, oh, my goodness, this dude sounds old. That's fair. That's okay, cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But let's start off with how and what we call our neighbors. We're calling, we're on first name basis by our neighbors. You got little 10-year-olds, 8 and 10-year-olds calling uh, the lady next door Jennifer when it should be Mrs. if she's married. You know what I mean? Like those proper titles or Mr. Like the proper titles. Now, I... Went to military school for seven years, and fortunately, I had etiquette classes, like literally. So and, what were the things that you were taught in etiquette okay, class? Um, like, what, what were some of the big okay, ones? Okay, one of the biggest things um, were, let's start off with table manners, right? Like, that was a big deal, understanding the salad fork, the big fork, understanding how to take the linen towel and, and, and put it on your lap and all those things. Okay, so for anyone taking notes right now, what are you supposed to do with the, the fork? Which goes on what direction? Uh, the inside fork, um, inside fork is the salad fork, right, Chef? No, it goes from smallest, Small, uh, smallest, smallest on the outside yeah. to largest yeah. in the. Okay. So I just go with what's convenient. So, so the smallest fork is is, is is the salad fork. Um, but one of the biggest things that you learn there, and this is really important, right? Because sometimes, a lot of times, and I used to thought I thought it was dumb then. Now that I do a lot of events, I totally understand. Mm. 
eat before you go to the formal dinner. Right, because what you don't want to be is starving at these functions and things like that. So you want to make sure you eat those food. That food that you get, the little broccoli, the dried up chicken, or whatever the case might be, it's not for you to sit there and scarf your meal. Yes, people are watching you eat, but sometimes you might get frustrated because you're hungry, but yet the person next to you said is trying to talk to you. So eating. So we learn table manners. We also learn proper introductions. Right. So if someone comes up to you and says. Oh, hi, I'm Ursula. So nice to meet you. You go and put your hand out. I don't just shake your head. I'm going to say, hey, the pleasure is all mine, right? You have a response mm-hmm. back to that person. We learn that, the communication part. We learn the table part, etiquette as well. We learn dress code, right? You should not wear gym shoes after 5 o'clock. These are okay, things that we also learn. Wait, 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 wait. That's... Okay. I don't want to insult you, but that seems. Re- Why can't you wear gym shoes after five o'clock? I mean, look, I'm a grown man. I do it today. I'm just telling you how. These okay, are the so things that's from lo- military school. Okay, but I, in day to day, for example, for me, I don't like it when someone says what. You can't say what. I, I still what have mean? to say part. It, it, pardon me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what or huh? How about when they come to the table, if you were to come to the table and I'm sitting down, you're a lady, and when you come, you coming back from the restroom, as you go to grab your chair, I stand up. You still do that. See, I, think I find that very attractive. I don't see that very often, though. I don't do it no more. <laughs> I'm just oh, telling you. you I'm just, to, I'm just you telling you. You used to do it when you were in the dating scene. I'm just saying. telling you what I learned. Oh, I got you. Like, okay, okay. But, but, but a lot of these things will really help with corporate America because if you send your company, you send folks to etiquette classes, it sounds corny, but there's some takeaways that you can learn. I'll say this. Digital etiquette, here's one for you. Write it down. If the Zoom meeting starts at 10 a.m. and you show up to the Zoom meeting at 10 a.m. or 10.01, you're not serious about the meeting. Hmm. Show up to that meeting and get on that link five minutes before. Digital etiquette. Yes, that's true. How about, okay, so so let, let's look at some of the things, uh, for example, how to take an appropriate lunch break and make eye can- contact correctly. That's on the agenda. So I like that. I think a lot of, especially younger people, are not used to communicating in person because everything is is social media or by phone. So a lot of times, chef, you're not agreeing with me. This is something I work with with at least one of my sons. It's like mm-hmm. eye contact. I think it's really important when you're talking to someone. Do you want to be engaged? I recognize the value of these skills. I think yes. probably the one on the list that stuck out to me the most was respect for common areas, right? Like, oh gosh, yes. why do we need lessons on you know refilling the coffee pot or, when you drink the last or of it? Cleaning or, your coffee mug and not putting it in it for the dishwasher else. when yeah. we had the dishwasher broken for like a month here. Nobody did their dishes, even though there's a giant sign right by the sink that's like, please do your own dishes. Your mother doesn't work here and the dishwasher's broken. But I understand the value because managers often have to do this one-on-one. Okay, Lisa, maybe this is not the appropriate tone for an email. Okay, Brian, I've noticed that you leave toaster crumbs all over the counter every time you go to the break room. But do we really want this as a mandated corporate exercise? Are you cheering for this when it shows up on your calendar next year and Bonneville says, you have a required etiquette training course? 
I'm not. You know that people would be rolling their eyes Heck if they yeah. said, yeah, there's no way. Uh, there's uh, no, uh, no, no one. I, I don't know that it should be a company's business to to have people, unless you're in sales. And if you have certain things that you want, your salespeople, they're, they're the yeah. face of your company. I get that. But just in general, I think these are things that we need to teach our kids as parents. And they grow up learning what what just basic manners are. I want you to put your manager's hat on for a second. Yes. In the past, when you hired folks and you had opinion on who you're going to hire or you made suggestions, how much of that was off of the presence and of that, of that interview and you talking to that person? How much of your decisions about that person, besides the resume, besides what they have done in their background, but just the feel of that person? Oh, how critical. much? That was, was it critical? It was big. So my there, were, thi- there are people who could look really good on paper and then you, they come in and you don't get a good vibe and you need to, you need uh, to know uh, that they're going to fit with everybody else so in, if, in your company. If you are a parent or uh, a guardian of a loved one, one of the best things that you can do is to send your son or daughter or send them to an etiquette training. I, I used to, as I, I'm sitting here making fun of it. The more I talk about this, the more that I'm like, I am so grateful yeah. that I had that. But even if you didn't have a class, because a lot of people just can't afford yet another thing. Go online. Go, go online. Go, go, exactly. Go, go online or just... Yeah, practice it at home. Go on YouTube. Uh, but, but but there's competition out here. Chef's laughing. I'm just laughing because I'm imagining all of our listeners going around, and now every time they meet someone and they say, Hi, I'm Brian, they say, The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> That could come off as creepy. If you imagine, imagine having that dinner, you're getting ready to meet with somebody and you have an opportunity to raise funds for your organization and sitting down with this potential sponsor could be worth a hundred to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for your organization. Yeah. I promise you, you would have you, you, you wished you'd taken a little bit of yes. etiquette yes. training. And, and gotten into the habit of thank you cards. Thank you. And and when the guy's wife shows up to the table, you stand up. And they're like, hey, did you, did you see that? The guy stood up. Hey, good stuff. Good topics today. Uh, coming up next, your text messages, feedback. We have words to live by. Shit or something. Having a good time today. The G and Ursula show has been full of laughs, full of information. Uh, we did everything. And the reason why we do full of information, because that kind of like between me and you, like Ursula's real big on the information part. I liked a lot of the fun, but Ursula's like, yeah, yeah, make sure there's a news hook. Like even yesterday. We can't even tell a fun. story. We can't even tell a story without I need a news hook. <laughs> been a fun show. The pleasure was all mine. <laughs> all right, Ursula. Okay, wait. You're referring to yesterday when I said I, I do, because it felt self-indulgent for me to just talk about everything that I've gone through in the last month without, there's something in it for you too. But most of us all understood of why I you were know. talking about it. I we know. gave you permission, like, please, Ursula, <laughs> what have you been going through? The I listeners know. wanted to know. I know. But I know you felt that way. Yeah. Because, and that's why you used to feel, you said, hey, here's a news hook. <laughs> okay. So we're getting ready to get text messages. Yes. On some of the news hooks we had. Go yeah. ahead. 
first one being President Biden suggesting that we slash overdraft fees to three dollars. Uh, Lily in Mason County said, my overdraft protection comes out of my savings with a $5 fee each time just to access my money. And she'd said, I think she had like over a dozen um, fees, even though she has that overdraft protection. Ooh-wee, because Ryan says about the same thing. What about the limit of the number of times I can transfer from savings to checking to cover that difference? That's some BS. And then Brad from Grand Mound says, my bank that I've been with for over 20 years recently started charging me $7 a month. If I don't keep a minimum of $500 in my checking account at all times, I'm going to be switching to a credit union. Mm, corporate accents. Kirk in Mount Vernon says, picture someone chewing gum and they say they don't eat meat because they're a vegetarian. <laughs> Veterinarian. <laughs> Because I want to defend you, G. Uh, we did not see these texts. We don't. We see them like a, 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 a second before that. Okay. Donna and Lacey. Donna and Lacey said, "Turn it off. She's annoying." Your whole family passed away this weekend. That was you on the news. Oh no. Whoa, okay, so way to bring down the energy of this one-on-one. Okay, just kidding. I wanted to bring some levity to your day. (laughs) 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 Wait, that was new. Yes, it was. Found another gem. Oh my gosh. Uh, Etiquette classes for the office. 253 says, I love your topic on etiquette. As a flight attendant for the local hometown airline, they changed our procedures in first class to addressing our passengers by first name rather than by last name. This is so hard for me to accept. You know what? They sure did. They sure did. Wait, wait. So now they're calling you G instead of Mr. Scott? Yeah. I I like (laughs) Mr. Scott. You know what I mean? I feel a certain type of way. Mr. Mr. Scott, can can I top off your coffee? Well, yes, you can. Can I warm up? I was going to say, can I warm up your peanuts? They've got a seating chart, and they're like, they address you yeah. all by name? Yeah! Can, I did not know this was a thing. Can, can I ask for this back? Can I get the hot towel back? That used to be the best. Ever since the pandemic hit Earth, so we don't get that hot towel. I was on Philippine Airlines, got a hot towel. <laughs> yes. Okay, etiquette, <laughs> etiquette classes for the <laughs> I paid $2,100 for one way, but I got a hot towel. <laughs> All right, we, we better get to Words to Live By. Oh, Ursula. my gosh. <laughs> Words to Live By is brought to you, you by Wilcox Farms. And this is regarding your manners, because we talked about that. Don't know who this quote is from, but your manners and your behavior are a reflection of your mind. So it's always a good idea to have great manners. Yeah, it is. Nick, what do you think about all this? Well, today we often wondered what's a bad idea or not from retaining standard times to counter service trending at spots. And while those first two topics have fair points for either side you take, there are some concepts where majority would conclude it's a mistake, like an office where you hide inside a box or secret booth, or even worse, a corporate accent sounding awful to tell you the truth. Rest assured that awkward habit isn't picked up on this show. We took the etiquette class on all those annoying voices that we know. It was quite the process, but we got what we wanted done with our agenda. I want to thank the whole team for that. (laughs) The team. (laughs) Oh, Ursula, you really did have a hot towel. 
I did. Man, that hot towel be everything, boy. It just, I don't know, it just, just hit your face and you just kind of get all uh, 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 crevices, all that. It's good. See, it's it's foreign to me, but I, I had to pay a, a hefty price for a, an international flight, and I finally got that hot towel. Mm, Your flight attendant, take this towel with the filth from my face and remove it from my presence. Now call me Mr. Scott. You, and you like it? <laughs> you like it when they hand you the towel with the tongs? With the tongs, yes. Oh my gosh! You want to? You know what? You're so bougie. Okay, I'll tell you one last thing that I like. I promise y'all won't make fun of me. When they uh, let the curtain down. And when they separate. <laughs> oh, when you, oh when you don't have to see the pores anymore? <laughs> That's just too much. Out of sight, out of mind. Does it bother you when people get on the plane and they look at you in first class and you're like, what are you looking at? If I, if I know that G's on a plane and I'm in economy class, I'm going to purposely try to walk up to the <laughs> laboratory up there in first class. Hi, G. Oh, my goodness. No, let me go first. I always try to go first in that bathroom before it gets going. Uh, Ursula, good show today. Uh, Chef, thank you, man. Uh, Nick, thank you. The Jack and Spike show comes up next. I got something good for you. We'll be back here tomorrow on Thursday. Appreciate you for listening. Love you for that. And as always, be kind. Hope you have as much fun as we have. So long, everybody. Take it.